This episode of the Rad Broadcast is brought to you by Tech2U. Tech2U strives to deliver superior technical services from professional and friendly staff while maintaining their principles of credibility, accountability, and customer service as they grow. With locations all over Northern California, Southern California, and Las Vegas, Tech2U provides in-shop repair, mobile services for residential and business, and remote service provided online. Tech2U repairs everything ranging from printers, scanners, screen repair, motherboards, keyboards, touchpads. They'll even recycle electronics. Visit www tech2u.com that's tech the number two u.com or call 888-340-8324 that's 888-340-8324 for tech2u the rad Welcome back to another episode of the Rad Podcast. I'm producer Brandon from the Rad Radio Show, and I'm joined once again by my lovely wife, Mrs. Brandon. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. It's been a long time. How have you been? It, it has. I've been good. I've been good. Yeah? yeah. I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah? Uh, you've been working. Yeah, it's been busy around here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not around here that much. That's true. All right, so um, before we get to our special guest, who is uh, Jason, who is a, a mutual friend of Mrs. Brandon and myself, mm-hmm. um, and she's, he's actually a, a family friend of yours, Yeah, and uh, he's got a pretty interest, interesting story about uh, DNA tests that he took to find out who his uh, biological father is, and um, he was under the impression that it was one person, but yeah, it turns out was, to be... Yeah, he was not looking for what he found. And it, it was actually... Um, a pretty cool uh, event, uh, sequence of events, mm-hmm. um, but before we get to that, I wanted to um, remind everybody that we do have a page on Facebook. It's a, actually a group. It's called the Rad Podcast. If you just search for it in the Facebook search bar for Rad Podcast, click on the group and uh, click to join if you haven't already, and we will accept you pretty much right on the spot or whenever I get around to it, which is usually <laughs> within the next, uh, within a few hours. Um, and you can start interacting with the great community that we have there. We have over, uh, wow, over 2000 members now. Wow. Congratulations. Man, this thing is just growing like wildfire. Um, and there's some pretty interesting stuff that's going on. A lot of people that post uh, inspirational things or if, uh, uh, some people are having issues in their uh, everyday life, there's almost like it's almost like a support group where you can go up and basically bitch and complain, but not be treated negatively for it. And it's actually uh, a place for a lot of people to encourage each other. Um, in fact, um, there are some simple, stupid questions, kind of like Stephen. Sorry, Stephen, you're not stupid, but this question is kind of kind of stupid. Um, he <laughs> asks, "Can anyone explain where Brandon got the saying, drink your juice shall be?'" Drink your juice, Shelby. You diabetic. You need your juice. Steel Magnolias. Yeah, Steel Magnolias. It's a it's a movie from the eighties, and I I hated it growing up because my mom would watch it all the time when I was a kid, and it's a chick flick. Um, and it, why don't a, you rewatch cl- that movie as an adult? Why is it is it a lot better? I know it's te- it's terribly sad and 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 it's depressing just a, to it, watch. It's really just a life story. It's not so much as a chick flick as it is. It's just a story about family and well, as struggles. A, as and... a kid, I didn't really have any interest in it. And the only part that really ever stuck out, stuck out to me was the scene where <laughs> Julia Roberts, who plays a diabetic in the movie, she's something happens. She gets into a diabetic. She slips uh, into a diabetic coma. She's got the baby. And uh, Sally Field. She's unconscious. Sally Field finds Field, her. Who plays her mom. Uh, 
brings juice to help her out and it's Sally Field. It's, it's yeah, it's Sally Field yelling, Drink your juice, Shelby! <laughs> Drink your juice! Something like that. I haven't seen it in years, but for whatever reason, it stuck with me and anytime somebody calls in or write or writes us and uh, claims that they're Shelby, I have to shout it. Yes, I am a monkey. I have to shout it. Drink your juice, do Shelby! You, do you know what the meaning is behind the name of the movie? No. To be a steel magnolia is a woman who exemplifies both traditional femininity as well as uncommon fortitude. Hmm, So yeah, it's a chick flick, but... It's a women empowerment movie kind of thing, right? It's a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie, but I haven't seen it in years. Women or men aside, it's a good movie. Good. Um, And there's other other like kind of ethical questions that people will present. Uh, Most notably, recently, uh, over the weekend, a guy named Andrew had a bar etiquette question. Are you ready for this? Uh-oh. This is pretty good. And I, I, this, I'm never, this doesn't really happen often, um, but it, it's one of those things that you you, you go into, you're having a good time, and you mm-hmm. might you might uh, make some decisions that you might regret later on, um, which I know- Been we, there, done we've that. Bo- we've both been there, done that. Um, but this isn't like, this isn't one of those sexual things. So this is just more of a, a monetarily uh, bar etiquette question. Okay. It has to do with money. Okay. I left my bartender too much money. My tab was 20 bucks. I gave her a $20 bill and what I thought was a stack of six to seven ones. Stopped at the store on the way home and I realized I accidentally placed two extra 20s in there. I think, I think I left her a $47 tip by accident. I had three beers. I like this bar and I'm new in town and I'm planning on being a regular. Should I just let it go or should I go back and try to correct my mistake if I did, would it be lacking in class? Okay, I have a couple questions. Okay. First of all, I'm going to answer this real quick. Yes. You let it go. Well, yeah. You overtipped. Yeah. You fucked up. Yeah. Oh, well. They'll probably think of you as a pretty good customer. Now, question, was she hot? <laughs> <laughs> was it a chick? Well, he says he's going to be going back. He wants to be a regular, so I'm sure well, that there's something something worth going back for. If it's the, the view or the heavy pour, I'm not quite sure. I, I think that's a that's a pretty simple yeah. um, I, I'm with answer. You, and, and a lot of people in the community, a lot of people in the Rad Podcast group uh, basically said the same thing. Uh, Chris says, many places, to do, uh, many places to do the group tip jar, just the tip, where it goes in a pot and is split between all service, all service staff um, instead of each bartender keeping what they earned. So if they had a video of the bar, which they probably do, they would have to review the tape to verify you did, in fact, give a $47 tip. Then essentially take back money that has been split up. This money won't disable you from paying essential bills. Let it go. Take it as a lesson to pay attention to what money you are handing out. And uh, Karina says, let it go. She'll get you back in the long run, which absolutely. If if you leave a good tip to a bartender yeah. and you come back, that bartender will give you much better treatment than anybody else at the bar. And I, I'm living proof. I basically... I basically uh, own a bar <laughs> I, I, only because I, I frequented it. I, I was so frequent a flyer there, uh-huh. and I tip really handsomely, especially when do. it comes to the bars. Because you know, when, when you're out partying and you're having a good time, you want to make sure you you have a good bartender that basically is ready to just sling a drink your way whenever you're empty. That's not why you tip so big. Why is that? You and overcompensate why? because you're worried they're going to think you're a drunk asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only thing I overcompensate for. Is, is that accurate? So, so my wife tells me. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, uh, whoa. So, yeah, and Andrew, you know, after reading all of these all these uh, fine folks basically saying the same thing we did, it's a lesson learned. Uh, this is just one of those things you just kind of got to let go. Um, but Consider it an investment. Yeah, exactly. It, it's an investment <laughs> into your future escapades at this particular bar. Right. And uh, Andrew wrote back, because this happened on uh, the, the, the previous Friday night over this last weekend. Uh-huh. And he says, I originally posted this Friday night. I, thank you, Andrew. I just said that. Uh, you guys are all right and have validated my actions. I made it a non-issue. Thank you for that. I mean, money matters, but at the end of the day, I'm happy I provided a little extra income to somebody who was actually quite good at her job, even if it was by mistake. She was a great bartender, and I had a good time. No regrets, and I had a great weekend. Well, there you go. Regrets. Did he so, actually say regrets, and you just decided to say regrets? Yes. Okay. Because it's fun. Okay. All right. So that pretty much uh, covers some of the most recent activity on the Ride Podcast page. Just wanted to remind you guys that it's out there and you can uh, interact with us and uh, you can have some of these fine questions read on the the next episode of the podcast if you don't already get your issues answered ahead of time. Now, we're about to get into this this story from our friend Jason, who Mm -hmm. uh, had a had submitted his DNA test to find out his history and find out who his biological father is. But just to give a quick rundown, because there's going to be a lot of moving parts, a lot of extended family. um, And it's kind of hard to illustrate it all on the radio, um, but or on the podcast rather. But I wanted to basically have you. Do like a introduction into to who Jason is to us and me. And yeah, because from what I understand, he's basically family. He is family. His family as family can be. And you've always known him as like a cousin. I honestly did. I thought he was he was a true blood cousin for many years. Yeah. Uh, But he's he's a great guy. He's a great friend. And uh, he was adopted at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Well, his his mother is his birth mother. Mother's birth mother. But Um, his his siblings that he has are his half siblings that he grew up with. Right. And his his stepfather, quote unquote, who's he 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 identifies as his father because he's the dad. one who raised him. That is dad. Um, yeah. And his, his, he was such a uh, dedicated father to Jason um, that he legally adopted him at the age of four. Correct. And so when his adoptive father passed away about five years ago, yeah. he was prompted with the opportunity to, or he, he basically took it upon himself with the help of his sister to submit his DNA and Find out who, where he came from. Right. He, was, he, under the he impression. was maybe hoping he could find some other family members or, yeah. you know, maybe he had brothers and sisters. It, it wasn't so much that he was looking for a father. I, uh, you know, he, he covers, uh, he covers a lot of, he, a lot of what we're about to discuss. Yeah. You know, um, I don't, I don't want to take the glory from him, but I'll, I'll let you know. He wasn't looking for a father. Or another biological father. Just answer. This was, yeah, he just was wondering if there was somebody else out there that maybe he could connect with or, you know, he just, he's a family man, you know, that's just what, it's what's important to him. And you'll find out that he, he learned something that he didn't even know. Yeah. About his history. And uh, it was a surprise to everyone involved. Even his mother. And his birth mother. So this is this is a kind of an interesting story. I hope it can be relatable to some of you who may either come from a a family of adoption or or if you are curious about the process of submitting your DNA and finding out more about your your family history. Hopefully this uh, this covers a little bit for you. And uh, I, I hope you find it as entertaining as it was having this conversation with Jason himself. Enjoy. 
I like to just show up and shock him. Yeah. yeah. Jason! The ultimate party crasher. <laughs> but the one who's welcomed every single time. Yeah, every time. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. It's good to be the likable guy. Yeah. I try. Well, that, <laughs> and, that, and that's why we have you here, because you have a pretty interesting story. Um, and because of this connection that you have with Mrs. Brandon here, we, uh, we, we thought that we'd like to highlight it. And I know that it's something that's very exciting for you. Um, would that be a correct statement to make? Yeah, no, yes, definitely. It's, it's <laughs> he, exciting. Exciting he, and new. He's looking at me like, um, I don't know. Is this, uh, <laughs> no, but, um, we, we, so I, I wanted to, because DNA tests are such a hot topic these days and a lot of, there's a lot of fear and stigma around them. But I think that in certain cases, like if you're adopted at birth and you know nothing about a birth parent or both your birth parents, then this is a vital tool to reconnecting to your history and finding things out. Not necessarily just for like health reasons, but just for the sake of knowing where you come from and, yeah. and you know, getting some answers about like what was, what all these decisions led to the, my existence and, you know. Yeah, no, very much so. And I mean, the DNA, it, it, yeah, it definitely helped. I mean, that's what, that's what made it happen. So. And you're, you said you're 40, 42, 42 years old and you, you were adopted at what age? Four. Okay. By by my father. My my mother is my biological mother, but um, but I was adopted uh, at the age of four by her her husband. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So it was basically uh, you just didn't know your dad. Yes. And yeah. do you have any memory prior to you being adopted by your your stepfather? I guess, but now would be considered your father. Let's fast forward to basically today. And where everything kind of stands prior to the test, um, how you recently lost your father, I guess, is that what led to the test? Um, yeah, I, okay. I, uh, I lost my dad, um, five years ago, mm -hmm. uh, about five years ago. That was pretty much what kind of made me really consider start, you know, really looking for my biological father or mm -hmm. wanting to meet or be not that I never cared before, but I didn't want to feel like I was making my father who, you know, adopted me, he brought me up, you know, made me the man I am. He, um, I didn't want him to be concerned or feel like he wasn't enough mm -hmm. or that, you know, I wanted to go find this new parent, you know? So, right. um, so really I never really did look, but you know, um, it was at that point where I kind of, I lost my dad. Um, you know, it was, <laughs> it was crazy cause it was, it was on my birthday. Um, we went to birthday dinner. Then my father, you know, he went home that night and the next morning he was gone. So do you mind sharing how, how he passed? Um, he had, uh, he had sleep apnea, which actually I think this is good to share because a lot of people don't realize that apparently that shit will really kill you. Yeah. Like it, it's, you know, if you don't wear your CPAP and you have bad sleep apnea, you can just stop breathing and not wake up. That's some scary shit right there. Well, and how do you find out <clears throat> that you have sleep apnea? Well, if you're the one sleeping, I mean, I, yeah. I know that I have had, I've had symptoms of sleep apnea because it'll jolt me awake. Mm -hmm. And fortunately I have had my wife sleeping with me that she could, you know, figure out, okay, this is what's going on because yeah. it's obvious signs. A lot of times it's a partner that lets you know something's yeah. going on. Yeah, Other times not, it's insomnia. You know, or it is it, like, you can also be very tired during the day because yeah. you're not getting a good night's right. sleep. And you're you think you're sleeping. Or, you know. Really heavy snoring can be mm -hmm. a problem, a sign also, um, you know, and it was, he had those problems. I mean, 
<laughs> I'd come home and find him at his computer with like like asleep, sitting in his computer chair, sitting literally up. face down on oh. like the keyboard, just like <laughs> like he just put his head down to take a nap oh, and, no. uh, and he was done. So, but uh, but yeah, so you know, it's it's something that um, I don't know. Everybody should you can go get tested for it, and they have places where you can go get checked out. Is it like a sleep test where they put you to yeah? Yeah, they actually sleep? yep they actually you. monitor you overnight while you oh, sleep, man. and then mm-hmm. they decide like if you have it and how severe, and they you probably get like a CPAP, a CPAP, which is a uh, Machine that you wear, it's like a little mask at night, and it kind of forces air, so okay. you don't stop mm-hmm. breathing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the problem is, you know, they're, they're, they can be loud. You know, you're sitting there in your room, or you're trying to watch TV at night, or trying to go to sleep. And, you know, some people don't stick to wearing it, because it can be a little annoying. It's cumbersome. So, yeah, I'm sure so. putting, but, a, putting on a big thing on your, on your yeah, head. Yeah, trying to night. sleep is yeah. not, not always not the easiest thing, so... Yeah, they look like little gas masks, yeah. well, tubes, and everything. I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, thank no, thank you. Yeah. Um, so after your dad passed, you you started wondering more about who your birth birth father was, and yeah. were you like actively talking with family and saying, you know, I'm I'm ready, or how did this come about? Yeah, I had talked to my mom about it a few times, and my sister, both my brother and sister, you know, knew, and you know, and obviously that I was I was curious because I mean. You know, knowing that that you have uh, a biological parent or sibling or anybody out there for, you know, or or that you could have one um, and not knowing who it is. I mean, there's always going to be, you know, questions and curiosity. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started talking to my mom more about it. And she looked, you know, she looked, tried to find him, um, couldn't, you know, try to get in contact with old friends. Couldn't find him on Facebook. No, there's or... no nope, nothing. Couldn't find him. LinkedIn. So, no, no. <laughs> I know, right? With so many social media yeah. formats, you're like, how can you not find someone? I mean, Google is an amazing tool. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, so no, never couldn't find him. And uh, so my sister, a couple years ago, well, about a year or so ago, decided to uh, buy me a DNA test from Ancestry DNA. She thought, you know, this is going to be great. You know, I know you have questions. Let's let's try this. And uh, so I did it. And, uh, and I put it out there and, um, you know, you wait. For a while. Okay, so what did what did the process entail? Because this this DNA stuff, testing is seems pretty complicated to me. Yeah. But is it as easy as just sending in a piece of your skin, or do it's they do they do a cheek cup, swab? Yeah. I just I spit in the cup. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, that was it. Spit in the cup, seal it back up, and uh, you know you like you spit in the cup. There's like a solution that you put in with it to help preserve and like so you. So pour it's that nice in. and wet when it gets there. Yeah, so. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's already got like a, it's like a saline solution, something you got to keep it viable. Did you so give them a really... Is it weird? Does it have to be like first morning spit? Like wake up, don't drink any water, gather all the spit in your mouth. No, like, no, no. Yeah, look at one of those. They're not like, not don't like eat pre- or drink the night before. Right. Like, it's no. not like the pregnancy, like catch it midstream yeah, and wait no. two minutes. And... <laughs> no. So it did. are you concerned at all about your DNA being sold on the black market to create androids of you? Oh, and... Lord. <laughs> No, I actually, I, I, <laughs> no, I've, I've always wished for a clone. So I could, <laughs> yeah, if I could just have my own clone. That would be fine. amazing. Yeah. You can get twice as much done. Right. Yeah. We'll split the day. You yeah. go do this. I'll just be relaxing. It's, it's fine. And you know, you know yourself best. So, I mean, if you have somebody just like you yeah. helping you, th- helping you out, not just, you know, with things day to day, but physically, I mean, yeah. I, I've daydreamed about this. If I could have somebody blow me, I, I think it would probably be myself. Oh, but, oh, you interesting. Know, well, I was thinking about it because I was like, yeah, I would totally know where to go, but I just wouldn't put a pussy in my mouth. Yeah, they know, <laughs> Even my you know, own. You know just how you like it. Though. Yeah, so but it makes like, perfect especially sense. my own. <laughs> okay, sorry, that got a little blue. Sorry. 
I know there's probably going to be family listening. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Edit. Did she pass out? <laughs> That's the second time. I told you this damn cabinet door. So you're not worried about your DNA being sold or anything? No. No. No, not at all. Um, and so you sent in this this spit in a cup, and how long until you got uh, any results back? And what did the results say? Um, it was probably, I don't know, it was, it was a couple months. A couple months, so they emailed me back and said, you know, we, your results are in. Go on the website. Check it out. Do they give you any, like, progress updates? or because They I, do. I, they do kind of send you, like, a, hey, you know, it's it's in queue, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, we're testing all these samples, which, you know, a lot of people use them. So it's there's a there's a big database. They test a lot of stuff. So It's not I like DNI it. Prime yeah. where they do things in <laughs> right, exactly. two-day two delivery. Days. Two, Boom, day two days. We get back to you. Yeah. Here it is. So, and uh, the results came back. Was it, like, a bunch of... Did it? Did you find out stuff about your actual ancestry, like your yeah, ethnicity yeah, I did. and stuff? I did actually. It so was pretty interesting. Before we get to the obvious, you know, we found somebody yeah. result. Um, what <laughs> What did you find out about your ethnicity? Um, that I'm pretty much Irish and English. Yeah, and that's yeah, like a little like a You're one percent to oh, I'm super super white, yeah. super white. So, that's fantastic. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I Irish and Irish and English, and uh, there's a little bit of like, I don't even know somewhere in like Russia, like a one two percent. So really, yeah. So yeah I, I wonder how because we're all mutts pretty yeah. much. If you're if unless you're straight ethnic of you know ethnic descent or of you know Mexican or African American, a, a lot of white people are mutts. And so there's got to be so much European in there, and yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, there there really was. It was a it was it was a lot of it actually. I was really surprised <laughs> that it was a little. I was surprised it wasn't a little more spread out. But, yeah. yeah, but I mean, straight Irish and worked for me. So. <laughs> All right, that's cool. fantastic. Um, and when you got the the results, was there like a list of many names, or was there just like one obvious? This is the guy. This is this is who you're related to, or did it tell you well, all the people you're related to? Um, well, no. So you have to pay extra for like your like family tree, I guess, for them to like show you like, oh, you related to some ninth Earl of Kent who, you know what I mean? So it goes way, way, way yeah, back. So, yeah. but, but I mean, as far as just, uh, pretty much people being connected to you, um, it did, you know, it showed me, I had, uh, you know, some cousins that I knew I had cousins and cousins on my mother's side that maybe I, I didn't know so well that live in other, other States, but, um, but then all of a sudden it's like I was looking and there's this there's this one person who literally was so close to me. It was like close family, which is basically sibling, close family to first cousin. And uh and actually she was even closer to me than my than my sister is um now. So uh so I was, you know, I I sent her a message. I was like, hey, you know, I really the only thing I knew about my, my biological fam, uh, father and family at that time was that uh, his mom's, his name, you know, was Rick. His mother's name, you know, was Sarah. And, you know, so I messaged her and I said, do you have a grandmother named Sarah, blah, blah. And so I waited, never heard anything, hmm. never heard anything. I mean, months go by and I'm just like. How did you, you try know, to connect on Messenger? Yeah, was, on you like can a message Facebook Messenger. Through, you can no, you can message them through Ancestry. Oh, so okay. You can send them a message if you find somebody and say, "Hey, you know, either oh, oh the, hey, look, who you sort of like you know. a Match dot com platform yeah, or something." Yeah, so it's kind of like when yeah. you email to them, so you don't That's have cool. any of their information. That's and cool. just sure. like 
you yeah. know, it, you're a stranger. Who knows what? That makes like total on. sense you that know, they would have that. To have that third party messaging <laughs> yeah. service just in case you're some psycho right. exactly. that's trying to right. connect somebody with somebody. That you're you know, not trying to disgrunt- find. Like yeah. you're trying yeah. to stay or, away from. You know, Somebody's if, disgruntled. Or, yeah. You know, and it goes the other way too. I mean, not even disgruntled, but like who's to say that everybody who finds somebody on there is going to be happy about it? Right. right. I mean, oh, yeah. you could have a totally another life and then this fucking curveball just comes in and you're like, well, do I really want to, you know, have them at least? So it gives you that buffer to talk to without having them be able to just interject themselves immediately into your life. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, there is there is Facebook. And if they use their regular name and not a username, they're kind of <laughs> yeah. screwed because you can find everybody. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. So you waited a couple of months and did they finally. So this is your cousin who you're really close with that popped up on your. Well, at this point, I don't know who she is. Oh, She's not okay. from my mom's side. She is somebody I've never but, heard of before but she charted at on like, your yeah but like I that was really close a, to you oh yeah like super close like um so so let's go back my i i have a brother and a sister um from my you know my father um they're you know so technically we are half brother or sister but i mean i we've been you know i don't look at them like that right so they're you know that's my brother and my sister and that you know he was my dad so um they my sister did the DNA with me and this girl came in even closer to me than my own sister. Gotcha. That, you know, so, so that was very, I was like, well, that would I mean, be pretty earth shattering. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I don't think this is a cousin. Yeah. Like this is probably, yeah. you know, a, a sibling, you know? And so I'm like, well, so I message her. I say, Hey, was your grandmother, Sarah? Never hear back. It's been, you know, months and months. And then finally, um, out of nowhere one day, I just get, I get two messages from her and somebody else. Hmm. And, uh, and she's like, you know, no, you know, I don't, not that I know of. And then she says, do you know, you know, this name and which rung a bell. And then it, so it kind of started us down this path. And the other person that hit me up was actually her grandmother who said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm 81 years old. You know, my daughter's helping me do this ancestry DNA to see, you know, just cause she wanted to find out about family tree, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she hit close to me and she was like, well, are you my cousin? Like, I'm, I'm confused because I, you know, I don't, I don't know about you. And, um, so it was really weird. And then through, through talking to them, messaging them a couple of times and giving information back and forth, um, we figured out that they're actually friends of, of my mother's side of the family. Oh, so, um, yeah, which was interesting. So there's history there. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, so it, it breaks down to basically the man that I thought was my biological father who wanted nothing to do with me for my entire life. Right. Ends up not being my biological father at all. And, you know, it's just when my mom, you know, my mom was young and she, she ended up getting, you know, she ended up getting pregnant and, um, you know, she didn't. I guess, you know, it's not like the education on it was great back then. You know, she, she thought she was pregnant. Um, and then she went to New Mexico with my grandfather and her sisters and stuff to go visit friends of theirs. And it ends up her and her sister met a couple of their, you know, their kids or whatever while they were there. And they all kind of hung out and, you know, partied and had a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, one, my mother and one of them ended up sleeping together. And uh, it ended up that... The the girl messaging me was his daughter, 
So, oh. so then I realized that it, it was really weird the way it happened because it, it just happened real fast, like over the course of a weekend. All of a sudden it was like wow. I'm getting these messages from people on Ancestry to telling my mom about it to New Mexico ringing a bell for her. She's like, oh, shit. Like I, I went to New Mexico. She, she already thought she was pregnant. So she did never even took this man into consideration. Wow. So, so she, you know, and then to find out that after she called – his his mom, who was the one of the women who'd contacted me on Ancestry, they talked. She put it all together and then called me up and was like, So, you know, I have something to tell you. And we we sat down and talked about it and she explained the situation. And you know, you know, I think she was a little concerned that I was gonna be upset. Mm-hmm. I, I matter of fact, I know she was concerned that I was gonna be upset the way she sat me down, you know, um, with her her and her husband and uh it was very sweet and she, you know, but I wasn't upset about it at all. It was, it was actually a weight lifted for both of us because I get to find out that I can, I can get a hold of my biological father now. I know, I know who he is. And my mom had this weight lift off of her shoulders because I'm sure for years she felt bad that she couldn't find him. I couldn't have a relationship with him. It was, you know, there's. She was looking for the wrong guy the whole time The whole as well. time, yeah, which, you know, which is great. And, you know, because after a while thinking that this, that this person um, wanted nothing to do with you for your entire life. Like just, you have a biological father who just basically knew somebody was pregnant and bailed. There's so much you know, emotional trauma it, to unravel It's amazing now. how much that can, that, yeah. you know, just on your psyche, like, you know, having an adopted parent that you thought not, you know, or a, a biological parent that you thought wanted nothing to do with you. Um, you know, I think for a long time it, it, it created a lot of tension um, for me at least. And I felt like I didn't belong a mm-hmm. lot of the time. Like I couldn't fit in. I, I didn't belong. Um, you know, I felt like, uh, my dad's side of the family maybe kind of looked at me differently, hmm. you know, cause I wasn't actually his child, even though he, I mean, not only did he get together with my mom and, and take care of another man's son, but he took, he took the steps to like legally adopt me. That's I mean, it wasn't huge. just like, Oh, my wife's kid, you know? So, and you were young too. Yeah. Like, I was, I was is... four when he adopted me and yeah. you know, he always will be. I mean, he, you know, so it's it's just it's interesting how yeah that can kind of affect you. So it was a weight lifted off of me and a weight lifted for her because I didn't have to worry about this anymore. But on the other hand, it was this new kind of like excited, like a little bit of like anxiety over it. Yeah. Sure, you don't want to be like disappointed well, or well, like yeah, you don't want I mean, to be hurt again. And like there's a whole nother can you know, of like and, oh my god, what if they don't want anything exactly, to do with me? Like, exactly. And yeah. It's, and you know, but and the other thing is, it's like. Not only what if they don't want to have anything to do with me, but I never thought I was going to meet my biological father. Like he wanted nothing to do with me. I honestly didn't, I didn't really care to meet him. Like the thought, like at the time when I thought he was, I didn't really care to meet him because if you don't want anything to do with me, I, that's fine. I'm not going to have anything to do with you. Yeah. Right. It's kind of productive to living life. But I was curious if I had any other relatives that maybe didn't know or that I could connect with. Um, But so now all of a sudden I have these two people, not, not him per se, but two people that are actually hitting me up on ancestry Mm -hmm. and to find this out from my mother. And then that same night for, um, for the, my biological sister is who, you know, turned out to be messaging me. And she said, you know, there's a twist. I just found out that you are my brother. Whoa. And I was just like, and I told her, I said, I messaged her back. And I was like, I know I just found out like, two hours ago, the same thing. It's dawning on everybody. Yeah, everybody. So she, weekend. so I guess my mother talked to her grandmother, her grandmother called, you know, and then my mom called um, him and wow. he told his family who, and so here's the best part. Cause we were talking about how 
what if they don't want me or what right. if they're not accepting? Right. Well, they were really excited. <laughs> they were very excited. Aww. It was it was really nice because, um, you know, he was <clears throat> he was saying that, you know, he felt so bad. He's like, had I had I have known, I would have been a part of your life. Or I would have been there and that he, you know, thought about it and still, you know, remember my mother and, you know, it was, it was nice. So, and then to have, um, Tanya, his, his daughter be very excited about it also was, was great. Yeah. Because uh, welcoming. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, she, she was really excited. She said, she's so excited to find out that she has another brother and, you know, so it was, it was a nice feeling. I mean, it was like, we started talking and then, you know, just trying to you know, get to know each other. There's a lot to catch up yeah, on. That's I mean, a long so much time. To, to try to talk about. Now, how do you try to squeeze in, you know, in like a couple conversations, like who you are as a person yeah. and, a you know, over years, <laughs> where so, you come from, you know, she's 33, you know, and I'm, and then, um, so I found out not only do I have a sister, but I have a, I have a brother also and wow. he's 32. So, so yeah, it was really interesting. Like all of a sudden I just had, you know, this, this whole other family that, you know, is out there that, you know, yeah, I had no clue. I mean, yeah. So have you had any opportunities to actually talk to your biological father since then? I have. Yeah. So, um, so he talked to my mom and then I was talking to his daughter. about How did that go? It was interesting. He called me, he wanted, (laughs) so he wanted to call me, but I I had to work that day. Um, I was at work. It was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And, uh, right when I got off work at like three o'clock, my mom said, okay, call him at three, you know, when he gets off work. And apparently, um, right at three, he was just wanting to call me like immediately. And, and his daughter told him like, wait, like he just, he's closing up. Probably he's, you know, finishing everything up, give him some time. So I called, uh, I called him and, uh, and you know, he answered and we just, we, we talked. It's, it's weird. It's surreal. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you're just, you're meeting, you're talking to this person that basically is a stranger. Your, yeah, exactly. It's a stranger, but they, I mean, they're, they gave you life. It's, yeah. it's strange because to not ever talk to them and just, like you said, after 40, what, 41, 42 years, he's 61. It's, it's, it's weird to fit all that in and be like, oh, well, here's what I do. Here's what I do. This is what I'm like. So without prying too much, like, what did you guys talk about? Did you, did you break the ice by talking sports? Did you like talk about who you were a fan of or like, what, what was the, like, <sighs> the, how did, how'd you break the ice? Um, we talked about, uh. We just, we kind of talked about work. We talked about his, him, you know, being, growing up where he grew up in New Mexico and, mm-hmm. and then moving around and stuff. And yeah, it wasn't so much like breaking the ice with like sports or it was just kind of, um, this I, is know, I guess I we am. just kind of got into it. it yeah. Was just did like, you guys you know, just kind of naturally click? Like, well, did it feel knew, natural? You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did, but it was, you know, it was still a little weird. I could tell he was nervous too. He was probably just sure, nervous I was. So, sure. You know, it was one like, of those I things where I think we both really don't know what to say and we're just trying to say things yeah. like, oh, you know, so, but you know, it's, it, it was interesting. It was good. We talked, um, you know, just kind of talked about his life, talked about his family, you know, told me about his kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, um, they all live, everybody, they're all in Florida now. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're on the other end of the country. So so are you, do you have any plans on, on maybe meeting him in person? Or is that something that's like down the road? You'd... Yeah, no, I am. I, uh, I'm actually heading out there in uh, October for like seven days to go see and meet all of them. Really? Which is going to be interesting, you know, and they're so sweet because it was like, 
Like they wouldn't let me buy my own ticket out there. No way. Like they they paid for the ticket. Oh my so. gosh. This is a great this is a yeah. great ending. Yeah, you know, so they not only, you know, it, it's it's crazy to go from feeling for almost your entire life that somebody that there's somebody out there that doesn't want anything to do with you to all of a sudden finding out that no, it's actually people who, you know, really want to have something to do with you. So does does that, that feel good. when I say this is a great ending, I actually mean, this is a great beginning for you. Like this is, this is opening up so much uh, possibility for you to heal from, from all of those negative feelings that you've had growing up thinking that like we were just saying that there's, there's been this feeling of not being wanted to now all of a sudden, that, that all these pieces could be put together from a, a miscommunication or a misunderstanding from way back then. Right. Now there's this, all this possibility to, to have a whole new family. There's even a stranger twist um, from what Jason and I have spoken about. He has not been out to Florida to see his best friend, Steve, oh, yes, my yes. cousin. Oh, and they happen to friend. live about two hours away from Steve. So he's yeah. going to not only get to go see and meet his biological father and the rest of his family, he gets to go hang out with his cousin, yeah. my, my, my cousin. <laughs> right. And then, it was interesting because he was one of the first people I actually called and told. Oh, I'm sure. And so I, I talked to him about it and I told him that they were in Florida and he was like, yes, you know, he's excited. He was mm-hmm. like amazed that I actually found him and it was somebody else and that, you know, I'm going to be coming out there. I think he was a little, a little twisted. He was a little bent because like it finally took me to find a family in Florida. Cause like he always was like, come see me. I would never go out to Florida, but I finally am to go see basically somebody else, but I'll see you while I'm there, buddy. Yeah. So, oh, so it's going to be a whole family reunion. Yeah. That's fantastic. So it'll be, it'll be nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Everybody, you know, they, they seem, they seem very nice. It's a little weird. Cause you know, like they buy me, they buy me the airfare, which I, that was very nice of them. You know, they didn't have to do that. I told them you don't have to do this. Uh, and you know, they want me to stay with them, which I, is a little more nerve wracking for me because yeah, I get, gonna... I get it that we're, we're family, yeah. but we've never really met. And the first time I meet you, I'm going to be like living with you for a week, which this is I'm, immersion I'm, therapy. I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, you know, I didn't really, and you know, I don't want to, it's not like I don't want to. I just think it, you know, I'm just concerned that it might be a little much all in one, one shot. Just right remember now. this though. You're wanted there. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, that's true. But I, and I am excited about it. I'm excited to get to know them. Um, you know, uh, Tanya, my, my, my half sister, my biological sister, the original uh, one that contacted. You. Yes. Yeah. That on, on ancestry. She, um, she's, she's funny. She's sarcastic. Uh, so we, you know, we get on, we've probably, we've talked the most. So, so your yeah. biological father is going to be pretty busy with work. So yeah, where he, where he has been, cause they're uh, trying to get everything done now because they they have a few businesses out there and so they're trying to kind of get a lot of stuff done so that the week i'm out there they really don't have to do anything yeah they so sound like spend more time together they yeah. really so want really, yeah, no, it's very cool people, it's very man. cool he's already talked about you know wanting to take me you know fishing which i think is cool you know it's kind of that kind of that bonding you know let's go let's for go have a catch you know, which is great so yeah exactly so <laughs> it's awesome so i, I want to see a picture of him <laughs> so badly i want to have side you, by side yeah have yeah, you right? seen a picture of I, him? I do i actually have some i'll show you them. oh i'm show so excited about cool. this cool um, um, and all you had to do was spit in a cup. Yeah, spit in a cup. That's all you, you had to do. And you figure it all out. And all your world sudden, turns upside down. Yeah. No, it's... For yeah. the better. Or right side up. Yeah. I get... Hey. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Yeah, it's interesting. But I think it's I think it's good, you know, especially if you have, you know, um, questions or, or feelings or you know that somebody's out there. I mean, obviously, if you're really looking, that's probably a good way to go. 
you know, I, I'm thankful that my sister decided to push me in that direction because I probably wouldn't have done it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to do that and find out it was completely different. Like it just, it all just kind of spun. It was like, you oh, it's not this guy, him. it's this guy. Yeah, you no, weren't no, looking I, for him at all because so, you you were under the yeah. impression it was. So so definitely, you know, it it it, it wouldn't have happened without her and without without that. So and so for the the skeptics out there, just don't worry about your DNA getting on any databases or or being sold in the black market or anything or, or some weird army minority yourself, report or whatever yeah, you want to do. That's cool too. I mean, um, but I, I'm actually I'm interested in doing it just because I there's some. Parts of my dad's side of the family that I have no clue where he came from because my, my grandma and my and my dad's dad were just a kind of a one-off thing. And then my dad had a couple of stepdads that came after. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't really know his dad either. Um, but I, the, I just know that it's like the Mexican part of my family, yeah. but that's it. So I don't know how deep it goes and how much of it's reported or anything like that, but... Um, and it's nothing like a like a dad or a mom, but it's something that I've always been curious about, and I, I'm always open to to knowing like more. And if if it ever leads to anything like that, great. If it doesn't, I'm great. I'm personally interested I mean, in doing it. I know that um, my grandmother since um, had made contact with some family members. My grandmother is a full blown Czechoslovakian Republic. Well, Czech Republic now, a Czechoslovakian immigrant. She came over to the U.S. when she was three. So, my first there's... email pen pal was from Czechoslovakia before they weren't a country anymore. Yeah. Well, they're not not a country. They're just different. Yeah. It's not the first time they've done that either. <laughs> it's pretty um, cool. Yeah. No, but, it's, uh, yeah. I it's, think interesting it's interesting because I mean, they you know, luckily it was luckily his his uh, his daughter. Um, you know, Tawny had, had done it. She'd been on ancestry because he wasn't there. So there was no way for me to contact. He wasn't put anywhere near me because he never took the test. So obviously they have to be, you know, they have to have taken their DNA and be in the database. So that's the catch. Yeah. So it's not like they just, you know, it's not like, you know, big brother sitting there with everybody's DNA sample and they're like, Oh, well, here you go. Like they're not searching police records or anything like that. It's literally test to test. You you, you take it, you send it off and then they, you know, they give you your stuff. And if you're linked to anybody that has actually paid them and done it, then there you go. Cool. So I know for a fact that, um, my grandmother, I believe found relatives in Texas. There was a huge Czechoslovakian, um, uh, surge, surge, immigration, immigration, like the Irish in Boston was the Czech is is to Texas what Czech- Czechoslovakia. So there's a there's a big Czechoslovakian community out there, and um, I know that she made contact, and I believe it was through ancestry, which is one of the reasons I'm most interested in this one is because I I would venture to believe that I have family members I could find. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that I'd have a better chance at it than just. Shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> now this isn't an advertisement for any ancestry no, websites or DNA tests. Well, this is just we're we're speaking on our own experience and uh, what we've used. So we're not being paid to say anything about these. This is just our experience. Um, well, that's a great story, Jason. Thank you very much for sharing it. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, the and if it, before we go, I just want to um, give props to you and your amazing uh, deli. Oh, thank you. Better Foods Deli in Roseville. Um, if we get approval to use this, I, I really want people to enjoy your sandwiches as much as I do. Um, 
What is your favorite sandwich at Better Foods Deli? Ooh, oh, this is the <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna, you know, they change sometimes, um, but I'm gonna have to go right now. Uh, probably the Giuseppe combo. Mm. It's our, it's our, yeah. It's, What's on the Giuseppe? It's uh, it's our house Italian. It's uh, dry salami, mortadella, um, everything on it, mild peppers, yeah, cheese. It's, mm. it's it's very popular. What bread do you prefer? Sourdough, of course. It's got to be on sourdough. That Dutch crunch, I don't know. It didn't last. It, it seemed kind of like a like a like a trend or it's kind of a trendy bread. Yeah, but I don't like it because it rips the roof off your mouth. Yeah, some of them some of them are a little firmer than others, but yeah. The, and all I've the never been really all the insides slide out when you're trying to eat it because it doesn't like give way like a good Toga, sourdough was. Toga's yeah, is the, the sour is nice because our sour one. is like chewy. It's mm. yeah, yeah. It's the, the, no, the best bread. The best way to get the sourdough is he makes the sandwich. I, I don't, it's not on the menu, is it? No, it's a secret, He's secret, like, he did, his secret eyes, squirrel sandwich. It's a secret squirrel sandwich. His eye just got big. He was like, I swear to God, if you tell everybody about this sandwich, I'm going to skin you. <laughs> no, is this the one you always get? This is my sandwich. Yeah, okay. You, nobody, you guys can't order this sandwich. I mean, <laughs> kill if, me. you, if you come in and you say, give me the secret squirrel sandwich, I'll... I'll make you the sandwich. The, the Mrs. Brandon secret, so secret squirrel sandwich. This is the best sandwich ever. And it's it's warm and gooey and... Now I hope somebody does come in and orders it yeah. that way. <laughs> I really do. That would be awesome. Uh, we well, all have a favorite sandwich from that deli. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, like I said, mine, mine changed quite a bit. Yeah. And there, there's stuff I make, like that one that I, I don't put, we're not putting them on the menu. Heck no, they're techno. Still, they're delicious, but yeah. Do you do that for a lot of people or is that special? You have like it's a, a pretty, lot of, that's a pretty special one. It's a select, yeah. a select group of people. Yeah. yeah, but that's you know I don't like I said if you come in you you give me the code word we're, we'll make you that sandwich. <laughs> I'll hook you up. The, the the key to a really really not that any of their sandwiches are bad. They're all amazing sandwiches. Um, the key is getting Jason and the, saying the key is love. Yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> Dude, nobody makes a sandwich like me, like Jason does. I will sit and wait for him. I will let people go in front of me and I'll wait for Jason to make my sandwich. You just say to him, make me something you would eat. And he whips out these ridiculous sandwiches. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. No! <laughs> Come on! Oh. Not, not, there's plenty of other meat there. I don't know. Oh, you know what you got to get, though, is that the potato salad, the Creole... Is it Creole or, like, the spicy? Yeah, the Creole. The Creole, potato, Creole potato salad is bomb. That's a good, that's a good one. I think I'm hungry. Yeah. Nah, now somebody... <laughs> we're going to have to go break into the deli. Up. Yeah. Oh, let's go to the deli after hours! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, thank you so much for being a guest today. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. The Rad 